0: Chapter 77, Murder Again? Gill, Rill, Brianna, and Basil were more reserved than Jenny had been. They waited patiently for me to enter the estate, before spamming me with welcomes and questions. It took Aspen and Pine transforming me back into their Serenunos form, and Duchess Wayne speaking to restore order.
1: Does this decision need to be done in the foyer?
0: Brianna blushed, embarrassed, as she understood the Duchess's criticism. Basil, chagrined, to be reminded of his duties, directed Gil and Rill to lead us to the conference room, where he went to direct staff to bring refreshments. The house was lavish, more villa than anything, and built and furnished with luxury in mind. Brianna, who are we leasing this estate from? And do you know why they aren't staying here themselves? I asked.
1: Reeve House. The name of the estate was built for Lord Reeve. He had planned to bring his wives here, but his attempt to escape some powerful, unseely faction resulted in an ambush and death for one of his wives. They intended the estate to be home for the three of them, and he could not stand to take up residence after that calamity. He nearly leveled the place. Gil or Rill heard of his predicament, and Basil convinced him to lease instead,
0: she explained. The room that I was shown was a massive confusion and a beehive of activity. A combination of office and conference room. The retainers that had been working when I arrived were busy scurrying to clean and restore order to documents and papers that cluttered a large conference desk. An ebony lacquered sideboard had been conscripted as a wet bar and was laden with beverages. A servitor restocked unray, a local bean that had been roasted, similar to coffee. The caffeine boost it provided was dozens of times more effective. It was the first time I'd tasted anything like it. Bitter hints of orange blended with a sweet, lingering vanilla flavor. The sweetness, fused with the bitterness delivering a bouquet that was as amazing as the taste. Add cream, and a dollop of honey, and the drink was ambrosia. They informed me that, although locally sourced, it was expensive, popular to the area, demand outstripped production. Native to the area and not found anywhere else on Talum, I had Brianne make a note to research growth and production rates. It would make a nice item for trade and considering it was made with beans, it should be easy enough for C to nurture the plant and increase production. I thought introducing the volar Fay to the plant might be the answer to any issues of hardiness or cultivation of the plant may possess. Let's get started, I said after the caffeine from the unray hit my bloodstream. It was invigorating. Not as effective as a good night's sleep, but still managed to restore stamina and reduce fatigue. I made a mental note to see what other foodstuffs were indigenous to the area. If there were more things like this, it would make it easier when I was providing goods to use for off-world trading. Goods to sell other than selenium. Start with the bad first. I know what's going on with those the Sealy Monarchs have detained. Anything else I should be aware of? I asked. Ril, who usually left much of the conversation to his brother Gil, spoke up at this point. There have been three additional murders of your people, each done in the same fashion as what was done to Alice, ritual murders with the soul destroyed or consumed, he informed me. Leon was in Duke Adderwin's custody at the time of these murders. This, with her sworn testimony, has cleared her. Their Majesty still stripped her of Kel Fife. They installed their candidate to assume control of the area, circumventing Duke Adewine and preempting his prerogatives to appoint from his retainers. The hysteria that ensued after people found out that illusion artifacts had been used and that people had been replaced with doppelgangers has died down. At the height of the hysteria, the news that people from Olympus had infiltrated swept through the country. Turning lords against lords, Gill added. Duke Adderwine has retained his rank and lands, but he is viewed with mistrust. Some think he should have known what Lord Kell and Erd Lord Agen were doing. It is inconceivable that they assisted with Olympus' invasion and gave them access to the summerland so easily. This has only increased the suspicion and derision he has been subjected to. He hasn't been as badly treated as your people, Basil interjected, but it hasn't been easier for him or his people. His allies and friends have been turning a blind eye, to the disparaging remarks and slights he has been forced to endure, as well as their majesty's constant conscription of his ranked privileges. It has left him bitter and disillusioned. That may be something we can build on, I mused. Perhaps we can interest him in relocating, and establishing his dukedom in the lands I claim. "'About the murders,' I said, returning to that topic, "'was there any pattern into who was targeted, "'the timing between murders, "'or some other commonality that was noticed?' "'All the victims were young women, "'all of them the lowest-ranked and with minimal levels.' And each of them had engaged in an argument or disagreement with someone that was higher ranked than them the day they were abducted and murdered, Basil said. Any leads? I asked thoughtfully. Now, your majesty, Gil answered. Have our people, and I mean everyone, been tested for illusion and glamour, I asked. The same spell or artifact that was able to conceal Lady Patricia may have been used in this instance. If the person murdering my people was able to be that knowledgeable, to know when arguments occurred and what the power level was of the people involved, then it had to be someone close. Someone that was positioned to spy. Someone unobtrusive and overlooked, but with a job or duty that would make his or her presence seem innocuous. Your Majesty, Basil looked confused. It seems to me that the best place for a spy or a foil from Olympus to hide would be as a member of our staff. We hired and contracted all of these people from Fife Kell. Things moved rapidly after Lady Patricia's death, and I never thought to subject our people to testing. But with the news of so many people highly placed, and influential people being replaced. It makes sense that we have a doppelganger living among us. Someone may have replaced a person we contracted, assuming their bearing without taking oath. Jenny, you have a list of every person that I accepted as staff, guard, or retainer, and are living on the estate? I asked.
1: Of course, your majesty, as well as their duties, ranks, levels, and current pay rates,
0: she agreed then the first thing we need to do is settle this, I sat standing. Extending my hands, I began to channel my magic into a new spell, weaving air and water elements and blending them with perception. I sent a tendril of magic, a wisp of continuity that would taste the workings of illusion and strip their effects. Air that was able to filter the currents and eddies that every individual made as they moved and breathed. Water was able to taste and test the heft and weight of an individual, and perception, to understand what those elements were reporting. A perception that was capable of comparing what was being displaced. Illusion could hide and change the appearance, but the mass of a person would affect the surroundings differently. I spared no one in the room, including Duchess Wayne, Amber, and Pine. Each person was stripped of any illusion or glamour they had invoked. Most of the spells broken were cosmetic. The differences were subtle, spells to enhance more than change. Gil and Rill had the biggest reaction. Part of their ability was to bend light, to obfuscate where they were. My spell nullified the aura they had been maintaining and revealed an effective countermeasure against attack, one I hadn't known they used. The changes revealed for them was one of their location more than appearance. Neither of them was where they had appeared to be, sitting at the table. Both of them had stationed themselves near the exit, guarding and watching. Gil and Rill. Gather everyone to the rear gardens, I said, after I determined that none of those in the room were Olympians or changelings. No one is exempt. I don't care what excuse they have. Everyone is going to be tested for illusion." I refused to allow a rat to continue to prey on my people. I hadn't been given a tour of the estate yet, but the conference room we were using overlooked a well-tended garden, a garden that could be accessed by a set of patio doors with stained glass window panes from doors that opened outward in the conference room. One of the exits that Gil and Rill had been guarding. Jenny, I said as I moved toward the garden, grab your list, please and compare it against those that are tested. If anyone refuses the call to assemble, I added to Gil, detain them, forcibly if necessary.